everyone and welcome to the Cancel Us Podcast. My name is AJ Terry. I'm Chris Russell. And last Sunday, the world was shocked with some terrible news. Uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna Bryant, as well as seven others, uh, passed away suddenly in a helicopter crash. And we would have covered it last week, but we pre-recorded that episode with Gabe. Go check that out, by the way. But the Cancel Us Podcast would like to, you know, wish our condolences to... Uh, the Bryant family and the families of every other individual involved. Uh, it was a tough loss for everybody. Kobe was somebody who was a staple in the NBA, and not just in the NBA, he was a world hero. So he's somebody a lot of people grew up with, you know, and his reach was further than basketball. Uh, I tweeted the other day that, you know, I've seen a lot of people that don't even watch sports talk about Kobe and how what Kobe meant to them. So, uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace to a goat. The mama mentality will forever live through everybody and every athlete that's across the world, not even just in basketball and any sport that you can pretty much play. He made sure, uh, every, every game he made sure to bring his all, and he made sure everybody knew his name at the end of the game. And, and not just every game, in practice too. Everything Kobe did, when Kobe had a goal, Kobe – did not sleep until that goal was completed, and he did everything in his power. He said that, uh, you know, he said he can rest and he can sleep at night knowing that he gave everything to the game. You know, so that's yeah. that Mamba mentality that sticks out. And he carried that Mamba mentality into his daughter, Gigi. She was working every day on that court, and you can see it. She was going to be something amazing, and it's sad to see her career goal. He had a six year he had a six year something playing for her to like, yep. and it was working like some of the highlights was were crazy and she was oh, thirteen. Yes, yeah, thirteen years old and some she of the was things she was doing were really advanced. Amazing. Kobe said that she was better than he was at that point. So he you know, she you can only imagine sure. what she could have done. But uh rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and Gigi and the other seven victims were there that were involved in the helicopter crash. Um just terrible. It's terrible news to have. Alrighty. But we're gonna move on to some lighter some lighter stuff. Uh, yeah, we're gonna lighten up this episode. Welcome to the Cancel Us Podcast. We're gonna start with the question of the day, which is related to the Super Bowl that happened uh Sunday. Yep. This past Sunday, Chiefs versus the Forty Niners. Uh, Chiefs came out with the win. Of course, everybody loves Super Bowl commercials. Not everybody, but some people come for the sports. Some people come for the commercials. I came for the commercials personally. Sports. Uh, what was your, in your opinion, what was your best Super Bowl commercial? Uh, the my favorite Super Bowl commercial was it was between actually it was between two. So the NFL has one that they do every year, the NFL 100 type thing, and it was the little guy and he was running through all the cities and all the towns and mean with the NFL celebrities and oh, different yeah, things like that. That one was really good because they do that every year, and it's, it's interesting to see how creative they get with that one. But uh, also the one with, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross and my guy from Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. <laughs> they did the one um, <clears throat> that, you know, was symbolism to The Shining. That was really good. Yeah, I really it was funny. That one. The Mountain, <laughs> Mountain Dew hit it. Mountain Dew hit it on the head with that one. 
And it looks so much. It looks so much like him when he put when his face, face in there. Through, when he put his face through the oh, door, man. I was like, "Oh wait, that's, that's not Brian Cranston. That's Jack Nicholson, bro." And yeah, that that commercial was really funny. It was a uh, it was a good one, but mine's uh, my favorite has to go to Google. Shout out Google. Soft. They came out there with the heat this year. It was that uh, commercial about the. I think he had Alzheimer's. It was an old man. He was using his Google phone to look up, uh, to remind him of the memories of his wife. And he was just going through and Google was making sure to remember it. And that was a really cool way of showing their features. And I really got to give them props on that. So he had a lot of people crying. Oh, yeah. At the Super Bowl. Not your boy, but he had it, a lot of people. It, I didn't really like it. I was like, all right. I, I, I gave it a uh, tear. I gave it one. Yeah, one tier. Yeah, one tier. All right. Just I, I give it one. One tier. You know, a little pat. Because it was just good. It was really good marketing on their part. They did a really good job of showing it. I loved it. So, yeah. out of all of them, if I had a second favorite, Smart Pop. The little uh, Boston commercial for the Smart Pop. <laughs> one thing I didn't get in the commercial, though, was the, the way they parked the car. He kind of just pulled up. And it was sideways, and then he came back. But anyway, it was a good commercial. And the dude beside him was way over the line. Way I over the that. line. <laughs> I hate that when I have to park and somebody's want, over the line. I be wanting to fight somebody bro, they park that close. Bro, it's you know? not hard. Stay within the lines. It's, That's what they teach you in elementary school. It's not hard. So, but uh, shout out to the dude that parked over the line. You helped Sonata exactly. in sales. So Get that bag. But that's how Boston is really, though. Like, they cannot drive. Oh, okay. I got Boston listeners, so never mind. But <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. No, we just, no. Moving on. Hold to your we, truth. <laughs> moving if on. If that's how you speak, speak your truth, Christopher. No, no, no. We just going to move on. No, no. I got Boston You said listeners. they can't drive. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte, uh, people can't drive either. <laughs> uh, Charlotteans cannot drive either. They, so. dri- they not bad. We they ha- can- At least we have the program. You know who can't drive? People in Atlanta. They can't drive. They just work. No. They don't have a class. Either. The worst is Florida. The worst drivers is Florida drivers. They oh, just no. don't care. I was the ro- bus when we were in Florida. <laughs> the, ro- the, the roads in Florida just don't care about rules and regulation, and the people show it. So, But out of all of them, Atlanta. Boston, Boston is rough. But it's rough. It's rough. Is, is it? They're nicer though. That's the crazy thing. And like the people in Boston are not nice at all. They're not. They you walk by them on the street, they liable to bump into you, cuss you out. It's whatever. New York, basically New York. Basically, but the drivers they'll let you over in the lane in traffic. You, that's Charlotte, not happening. That's York. not Charlotte. That's it not happening. Charlotte. Southern that hospitality. Does, no people let me over all no. the time. I, I try and get over. over on the highway in Russia. I gotta fight them for it. No, because they be right on. I just sit. I right just lean back. I'll pick. Put my hand out the window. Hey, can I? They can I go by you. and they'll no, let me Some out. people ignore you. They'll, they'll look at out. you and just. If you make eye contact, mm-hmm. bro, and I put my blinkers on, hey, bro, go no. ahead and slide over there, no. man. Appreciate you, big dog. Nah, Boston is more, uh, more. Southern hospitality in that term. No, it's not. It has to be cap. They will let you over if you need to get over. They do that here. They don't. They do. I try and get independence. I've driven here. Independence. Yes, they let me over. Off independence, they do not care. Yes, they do. No, you be driving and you try and get over. Sometimes you do have to find that gap. But but most a lot of times I'll just put my hand out there or I'll if people ignore you. If If I I see see you, if I see you with your turn signal on and you wait till last minute. I'm not if I'm rush, if I'm in a rush, 
I'll be one of those dudes that'll be petty and slide up so you can't finish slot. <laughs> that's everybody. But that's everybody. Nah, nah, people let me out. If I'm not in a rush, come on, bro. You and them two other people can come in. No. That's but I hate everybody. when people push it. Like they expect you to when you like when the lane is closing. Yeah. And, and then, then they, they, they just go to the closing, end of the lane. So you going. have to let me over. I hate when people do that, bro. Man. But yeah, Boston, they need to do better in terms mm-hmm. of driving. What did you think of the Super Bowl overall, though? Overall, I love the Super Bowl. It was more exciting. It, it was more exciting than last year's. Last year was just trash. I'm an NBA Finals type of guy, and but I I watch Super Bowl every year. But I I mainly come for the food. But I pay attention to the game, <laughs> and it's it's uh, a lot harder to pay attention when your team's not in it. So yeah, that's Both true. Up. Chargers. Yeah. Oh, they never but, go to uh, the Super Bowl, so that's nothing new for you. But the as being a Patriots fan and being in the Super Bowl, pa- bandwagon almost every year, bandwagon almost every year in the Super Bowl, bandwagon. You know, it was kind of a, it was kind of different not seeing my team up there. So bandwagon, get used to it. Ain't nobody a bandwagon. Get you know, we've been it. in this. We've been in past nation. Whatever. Past, na- I've been to the Super. I've been to the stadium and everything. Whatever. So anyway, uh. But the Chiefs, they went out there. They Pat Mahomes did his thing. They had a rough start. They did. Let, let me start. They had a rough start. The 49ers was running was them mad, down the field. Bro. Started off running down the field. And they were doing, like, short passes and all. Run, they, they, was run. they were just killing it. The defense didn't know how to respond. Uh, Garoppolo, he, he did good the first half. Then he started. Fell he, apart. He fell apart <laughs> once they started. He choked. Once they, they got, once the, four, the Chiefs started to come back, that's when it got rough. And that Mahomes magic just yes, turned on it, in Disney World and it was like, hey. I don't know what happened. Just, Game over. They came out there and dominated. The defense turned it up. Uh they went out there and got an interception near the end of the game and then they just sealed the deal. That one touchdown run at to end the game to see the that the closed it. Yeah. As it we was, say put the cancel us stamp on it. That was that was oh crazy. My, it was rough. I, I was, it was I, fun though. It, it was. was. It was interesting. Scoring it's not like a in. lot of, not like some of the Super Bowls when, you know, a blowout. And yeah. Be boring. You sitting there looking at the screen. Yeah. I got distracted like all through the game. It was just hard because the com- I was mostly there for the commercials. I was there for the food. So. I didn't really care about the game. I like the, the, food. the commercials were nice. But uh, another highlight of the Super Bowl was the halftime show. It was okay. Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. They did good. She went out there and did her thing. They did good. And somebody pointed out she wore the same episode, uh, the same uh, outfit as she did in uh, Zootopia. I didn't see it. the movie. Yeah, like which she was, movie was that? The movie with the animals. Yep, she was a gazelle in uh in Zootopia, and she wore the same outfit uh, on on at the Super Bowl that she did from the movie. That was that was a nice touch on her part. But she still oh, okay. got it. Yeah. Oh. She still got it. Yeah. They did good. I the, mean, it's not Beyonce and Bruno Mars or Michael Jackson. Okay. But it's good. Okay. It's good. It Michael good. Jackson was. It, it was. You You can't say anything about that performance. You can't. You know you can't. Look. Th- that's Michael or Jackson. Or Bruno Mars. Look, or that's, Beyonce. They they killed it. And that was like when Bruno was having the big year. He hit, hits on hits on hits. And then he just brought Beyonce out. TKO. All right, all right, all right. You got me there. But they they did good though. But good Shakira, though. the hips don't lie. She went out there. She showed out for her Latino gang, and uh, it was pretty. Jennifer good. Lopez did good too. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no. No. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Our first topic. So we were just talking about Super Bowl commercials, and <sighs> Peter decided to to put on their Twitter another Super Bowl commercial that got rejected by the committee. Um, so uh, they dropped this, I think, the day before the Super Bowl. They submitted it, yep. and it got rejected. And uh, if you can see it, it, you can see why. It's, it's pretty clear. So essentially what Peter was trying to do was... Bring awareness to... Uh, Species endangerment and animals' rights, and they did so by making a commercial where different animals, bears, bees, every animal, even eagles, was were taking a knee, like Colin Kaepernick, and that was it was of course black Twitter woke up and ate it up, and they swallowed as they should have. That was trash. They tried to. Um, when the, my initial thought was, really, y'all couldn't come up with anything. This is the first time they've tried to hop on to other people's, you know, other people's movement and and try to drag it on. This is the first time, but this was obviously the worst. This was bad. It was just. I was like, man, y'all. I seen once. I seen it. It was just kind of like, all right, y'all really, tried. Bro? Y'all really tried. Y'all are just reaching <laughs> with that one. Just put it back. Just put the bag back. I encourage uh, you to go check it and see how bad it was. But um, the Black Lives co-founder, uh, Patrice Collars, she had something to say about it. She said uh, she she committed them for trying to inspire change, but she went back and said uh, they tried to sanitize and co-op a black protest movement. In which she's right. They, they did try and take a movement that was going on, a very real movement, and put it on as their own to help support their cause, but it was just, they missed the mark on it. They said, yeah, and another lady said that uh, it would never be okay to co-opt this imagery comparing black people to bears and horses. That's, that's essentially what they did. Yeah. And they, and uh, this was an envir- environmentalist, and she was like, hey, you can't, this is ridiculous. She said, uh, they're the walking stereotypes of what people of color think about environmentalists. They care more about animals than black people or people of color, which is a big stereotype and sometimes proves to be true. Oh, yeah. But uh, PETA had to address the issue, and they, you know, of course, issued a standard company apology. Yeah, we apologize for the commercial and stuff yeah. like that. But that was just that was just ridiculous, man. And it's and interesting. It, it, it really is interesting to see, you know, a lot of the failed failed marketing and strategies of companies and sometimes i wonder like yo you don't have anybody in there that same thing with the uh we were talking about last week with gabe with the big brands and having yeah. a voice for everybody in there there should have been somebody in there like in the group because this had to be reviewed by at least three to four boards you know a lot of individuals there had to be somebody in there that's saying hey this isn't gonna go over well. This is ridiculous. Somebody had to had to see this and be like, "Hey, this is this is not it," and they and, released it anyway. But the thing is, they had the biggest. I, in Peter's defense, they had the biggest stage. They had the biggest audience. This is where everybody comes together. They sit down. They watch the Super Bowl and they see the commercials. So they had one chance to bring awareness to the fact that 
animals are being killed and do we they got to do something about it so in terms of marketing they they almost did the job if the commercial would have aired no, if they it, did they they I think, they did the job now by uh, the I mean, controversy. Yeah, the controversy it caused is not all press is good press. I think that might have been what they were trying to go for. I don't think they were necessarily going for the bad press that they got. They did want to start a conversation. That's the whole purpose of a commercial. They want to make people look at it and they want to see like, hey, you guys, what do you guys think about this? this they were is trying, something... to, yeah. They were trying to do something different. That exactly. Spark some, like, like, like I was saying, spark some controversy. Yep. And get people, and especially Twitter, stirring, and they just did it the wrong way. Yeah. The very wrong way, trying to, you know, and it's it's not the first time. You know, I've seen a couple of other, you know, failed attempts. issues. Yeah. You know, a couple of other people trying to, you know, put Stir. their agenda on another and try to ride it out, and it hasn't worked. But this was this was one of the this worst. This was a poor attempt. It was a very, very, poor, very attempt. poor attempt. I wouldn't call it the worst because there's definitely been worse commercials. But it was a very poor attempt. And but it made for some good memes on Twitter. So. Oh, of course. As memes. with everything. As with <laughs> everything that comes up, the memes are going to be the good. Fire. Because <laughs> the internet does not sleep. Nope. And they, they do, do not. not care. They have no filter for feelings at <laughs> all. And I love it. Uh, the commercial it ended up it ended up getting taken down. I believe we mentioned, and yeah, on Twitter, yeah, they took it down. Yep, they went ahead and took it down. Uh, next try next year, maybe next year, Peter. Do something else, bro. Come up <laughs> with something original. It's not that hard. You got the money. But um, we gonna jump into our next topic, which is Terry Crews. Terry Crews, <laughs> this black one... tootsie roll. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> this one was this one was kind of rough for us, especially as African American individuals. So um, uh, last week, Terry Crews, you know, was getting dragged, like dragged by Black Twitter. Yep, and uh, mainly because he uh, he made some statements, and they weren't in support of Gabrielle Union. So essentially, what happened was Terry Crews and Gabrielle Union are former, you know, associates of the show America's Got Talent. Yep. And previously, Gabrielle Union had complained about, you know, some of the racist and toxic, you know, details of the environment that happened at that workplace and uh, and how she lost her job and different things like that. Because of her hair. Yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of racist stuff, a lot of toxic stuff that she said was going on. And uh, they asked Terry Crews about it at one of the award shows. And he, his response was terrible. It was not good. <laughs> he was, said, he basically said that, hey, you know, I'm not her. I haven't had those experiences. I can't speak on it. I don't think that, you know, it was everything was good for me. That's what he said. And, and uh, the tweet that he went, he sent out, he was like, um, he later tweeted about it, and he said. Uh, I don't. I'm. I'm not supposed to care about anybody except my wife, not my kids, not Gabrielle Union, or well, not. He didn't say Gabrielle Union, but he said not any other woman, including his daughters, but his wife. Yeah, yeah he said a lot of. He let a lot of negative stuff, but um, yeah. So that blew up on Twitter, and it started a conversation about you know African American men, you know, supporting African American women. 
Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't. And uh, Amanda Seals said, like, it's not that hard. All, all, he didn't have to do all this. All he had to say, Nick Cannon said it best. Like, hey, you know, I support you. That's all he had to do. That's all he had to say. And it made it worse when Terry Crews, who also experienced sexual assault, I believe somebody at a Hollywood party grabbed his crotch. So, uh, yeah, and that was um, bad sexual assault case. And Gabrielle Union was one of the first people to, you know, come out and support him because he was getting a lot of flack for that because exactly. he was a man. And it this this situation just made things worse for him. So. Yeah, he's getting dragged by Black Twitter right now, mostly because he didn't show any support. That's like, you, if somebody you? helps you up while you're down, one of the uh, one of your key things is okay. I'm gonna help you out when things go wrong for you. And Terry Crews, he just he did not step up to the plate like he should have. And he it also sparked another conversation about you know supporting African American women and you know hearing their voice yep. and African American men you know using their voice and stepping up and supporting them and Terry Crews was a big example of of you know some of the failures that you know African American men have to have uh, have to face and they have to step up and we have to be yeah know, be a bigger nobody, role in yeah, stepping up and nobody else is going to be looking out for them like yeah. we, we should Especially for look um, out for your own African American females that are in the show business, they're in the 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 public eye. A tough industry, and it's not yes. it's already cutthroat, you know, for African Americans. Period. But African American women have it even worse. So he, yeah, this was an easy opportunity for bro to just step up and, and help support. somebody out, and it would have showed more good publicity for him. But sometimes he just. He went ahead and spoke his own opinion, and it ended up being the wrong one. Yeah, and he he. So, so the and when I read the article, like the first thing, I, in my mind was, uh, first let me let me gather all the facts before I make a judgment because I <laughs> I heard it, and uh, I was like, okay, maybe he's maybe he's still working with the show, and I found that he wasn't. Well, like, maybe they're still giving him a check or something. They had to be, I was like, my initial thought was like, yo, they had to be maybe giving him a check or something. He had to have a reason behind Some ties, yeah, yeah, to the company to where he wouldn't say anything, but it turned out he, he didn't, and he just dropped the ball. So I was trying I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt to begin with, but, yeah, bro, you just got to hold this hell. And, you know, we just need to take this as an example. And, and yeah. we have to look out and be more protective of our of the women in our community like my first on this my initial thoughts when i saw it and i read the tweet i was disappointed in terry cruz because he's he's pretty much been in a good public eye for a number of years he's a celebrity yeah he's a celebrity he was he was well known and i expected more from him i expected a little compassion and at the end of the world at the end of the day i could see the point he was coming from you know uh that's not my responsibility. It's not my problem. Not my but experience. for something as big as this, especially when it relates to your culture and your experiences in the show business. And as someone who's you, been through sexual assault. Exactly. You, know, and you have the opportunity to go out and speak about what happened. Or you could at least say she did acknowledge. She did tell me at one point she was having some troubles. And I did notice some of these things. It's simple stuff. But... All for he had him, to do was say, I support you, like Nick exactly. Cannon did. Yep. 
But Nick Cannon also complained of some stuff too. He he had some issues up there, but you know he said his main quote was, you know, I support her and whatever she does, and I support, you know, her claims and statements. But that just that just goes to show it makes it hard for celebrities to to be able to voice their opinion and still be good in the public eye. Like for a celebrity. Back in the day before Twitter, before social media was the biggest influence, it was kind of you had to get a statement from the celebrity. And then most celebrities didn't want to talk about it. But nowadays, it's something as simple as a tweet or you inboxing somebody saying, hey, I support you or I got your back. Nowadays, it's more, okay, did he say something about it? He didn't comment about it on Twitter. He didn't say nothing in public. Like... It's easier for celebrities to be put in a bad public eye based off of their social media now. Yeah, you have to be careful. You yeah, have to be careful with your of your image and everything. But this goes further than that. This is a moral level, bro. This this is like, hey, just support. It's not. It's not that hard. Yeah, I mean, not everybody. It's not easy for everybody to show support. Apparently, from what but, I'm uh, seeing now, because he could have easily said one thing, and it would have been. It would have been okay, but do better, Terry Crews. Do better. Now, in lighter news, last week we talked about Ivy Park and the controversy surrounding it. And, you know, our good friend Gabe yep. helped us, you know, cover Beyonce's first cancellation. And uh, First in the game. That's impressive. Yeah, For a celebrity. They really... She, her, and her team like are really good at making sure situations like that don't happen. I think it's, and it also is a testament to you know like her character. A lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, so a lot of your image is you know knowing what the people want, knowing what needs to be done, knowing what needs to be said, knowing when well, not to say stuff. And her and Jay Z are really good at at that stuff. And you know, it's a it's celebrity. People are always looking for something to to Big complain about. You. Yep. So you know, it ha- it's gonna happen. You just gotta keep it moving. Apologize. Do whatever. But this week, she's back in the uh, forefront of discussion, and not be- for the way you think. So uh, throw back to our Popeyes episode. <laughs> Popeyes, back. where the Go. chicken sandwich was going crazy. Popeyes is back in the news. Because they recreated Ivy Park, the Beyonce's line with Adidas, yep, and put their own flavor on it. So first off, big shout out to Popeyes and their marketing team. I don't know who that who they got down there in marketing, but they doing their thing, and they need they deserve a raise because they took uh, something that is big, something that was trending on Twitter, and they said, you know what? Our uniforms look exactly like this. Let's create a clothing line. We'll and it was fire. Oh the Popeyes. God, the Popeyes. It's, it's, it's basically. It's basically it's the, the same, same thing. thing as Ivy Park with the same colors. And it just has the Popeyes logo on it. Exactly. And that's genius level marketing. That is good marketing. It's genius level. Because it's already their color. It's Popeyes colors. The orange and the the burgundy red. That's Popeyes like uh, company color. And they just took that and they ran with it. And it sold out. So they made money off these clothes and they got publicity for it. So I'm people. Need Beyonce to make that lawsuit, file that lawsuit. Cause that's, nah, she ain't, she ain't gonna file Cause that's gonna make her look bad. 
Because they had a plus size. <laughs> That's the sad thing. They had a plus size, but uh, Yonsei still doesn't. So, Man, these look like warehouse uniforms. I mean, I still they wear the got vi- the Friars hat? The visor, yes. The Friars visor? Yes. You're going to see it in Ross. Or no, not even Ross. Marshalls. Man. These clothes are about to be in Marshalls. This is the... Typical this, restaurant fast food uniform with burgundy and, and and orange. It's genius is what it is. I I don't know who did it, who came up with it, but... I got to give it to Popeye's. They've been... Props. Trying to stay relevant after the whole chicken sandwich thing. Because it didn't come... It didn't... Uh, their, their sales and stuff didn't reach what it was before. That's because it didn't taste as good. You're right. It, I, I don't know. I haven't tried it. But you still haven't tried it? No. Disappointment. I'm not even going you to. You are a disappointment. I'm not going Why? to. Why? We can go get one right after the show. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going to waste my money. I want to go get a Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle burrito. But, but uh, anyway, that was <laughs> that was pretty smart. And, of course, the memes come through. Every time. Every time. Twitter never fails. I'm so glad we joined Twitter. <laughs> Twitter has helped out this podcast so much. It's taking it to new heights, new levels. Because somebody on Twitter is always upset about something. Somebody on Twitter is always commenting some stuff they shouldn't be commenting on. Somebody on Twitter is always commenting funny stuff. People on Twitter are ruthless. They do not care. They are faceless and (laughs) nameless and will just say whatever. But, yeah, Popeye's... And they went through the... The thing is, they went through the trouble... Of having a whole photo shoot, they recreated exactly like yep. Ivy Park. They, they went through and everything. they did every picture, toe to they, toe, and the poses. It was just, it was a a world class effort. It was funny, no doubt. Now, could you see this being a trend? I mean, companies, companies. This is a part of good marketing. Just finding something popular, latching onto it, and you know, Lord, not the. Oh man, <laughs> that was that was their worst attempt, the Jerry Rice one with the the Popeyes and the helmet, the chicken and the helmet. That was so racist. That was so bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they that's genius level marketing. I could see, and I want to see Starbucks come out with a line of clothing. If anything, I want to see somebody recreate this. I feel like Starbucks would flourish, especially given their fan base. If how many girls do you know would wear a green Starbucks shirt? Macchiato. Exactly. A macchiato, macchiato hoodie. <laughs> a macchiato, macchiato hoodie. hoodie. <laughs> I could see it. They could even make it a furry hoodie too, and it it flourish. It'd sell out. It they flourish. sell some bro Starbucks Uggs. Starbucks. I could see uh, Papa John's maybe. No. I could see a Papa John's jacket. I don't want a Papa John's line. I want some. I would take a Chipotle line. Chipotle oh, could. Look. Chipotle could come with some heat if they mm, wanted to. No. They, yeah, they could. No. They could. Taco Bell would have a better opportunity. Oh, God. <laughs> a Taco Bell, Bell clothing line. Per- think about that. Purple and orange? That'd be dope. That's disgusting. Taco hey, Bell. Taco Bell, Starbucks, you know, we're looking for a sponsorship. If y'all want to sponsor, go ahead. AJ eats Chipotle all the time. We'll sponsor Chipotle. Somebody. Whoever. Somebody. But send the bag our way. We'll take it. We'll but take it. yeah, I I definitely want to see another company recreate this because this was it was worth everything that they invested into it. 
And they probably didn't cost them a penny. They probably got an intern to do it. It was pretty, and it was a, it was an investment for sure. But it was a good investment. Yeah, sure. They sold out. That's pretty good. But we've come to the final portion of the episode. Yes, sir. Uh, cancellation, cancellation vindication. vindication. And so, uh, if you don't know what cancellation vindication is, I cancel you, and I don't cancel him because it's cancel vindication. Yeah. Cancel vindication. Vindication. <laughs> cancellation vindication is la, 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 la. <laughs> It's essentially where we. That was the best part of Super Bowl like, <laughs> on the real. I don't know what she was trying to do there, but she missed. <laughs> she missed. <laughs> Strike batter out. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, cancellation vindication cancellation is where. We pretend we kind of have our own mock trial. We bring a celebrity who's been canceled or canceled. a business, and business, uh, business. bring them to the forefront, forefront and look at the pros and the cons and Mama. try to analyze whether they should canceled. still be canceled or they should be given a pass. Vinegar. Who's on the stand this week? This week, don't don't stand. Don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> we bring forth TMZ. Oh man, what TMZ do? So, with the whole uh, Kobe Bryant thing going on. TMZ was reportedly the first news uh, news operating news source news source to come out and release the information that Kobe Bryant had been killed in a car crash. And they released this information before the news, before um, the even the police weren't able to re- relay this information. And it later came out that um, TMZ uh, that. Uh, what's her name? Vanessa Bryant found out through TMZ and it floating through the internet. That's terrible. And TMZ just came out. They had a lot of speculation. None of their facts were correct. At one point, they were saying that all of their daughters were involved in the crash. And then at one point, they were saying Vanessa was in the crash. They said she wasn't. You remember that random part where they said Rick Fox was in the plane? Yep, they said Rick Fox was and in the plane. He was somewhere all across the state. <laughs> exactly. He wasn't even there. Why would he be on the game going to the team game? But they had a bunch of speculation. They kept coming out with different stories. And it was just a terrible day in terms of newscasting. Yep. Like, everybody was missing the mark. And it was terrible. And it's just sad. Like, imagine you had to find out on exactly. Twitter or something. Twitter. Or you that get a notification some... that your father passed. That's that's not the way. That's you the find worst out. way to find out some information yeah. like that. And so, uh, Twitter has come together and they created a petition to cancel TMZ and mm-hmm. potentially get them shut down for doing for just terrible newscasting and, and not no more art, bro. Yes, no it's more. Not even, you couldn't even wait till you know the police or somebody else broke it and they got word. This is where bad journalism comes in, and it it shows that journalists chase the bag more than they do chase humanity. Denzel Washington, and, he said that uh, he said in an interview he's talking about how you know it's not about finding the good story anyway. It's just getting the story out the quickest. Exactly. Regardless being the of first. whether the fact, yeah, being the first, regardless of whether the facts are straight, and you know. That's not, it's not good. And news from back in the day, it well, I say back in the day like I'm old. Exactly. Well, back before social media was as big as as it is now, it, news was more about putting out news that was good or putting out the facts of what's going on. But 
like Denzel said, now it's more or less who can put out the story the quickest or who can find it out or who can tweet about it first. And that is terrible because now everybody's chasing clout and now everybody just wants the speculation. They want their name to be on that piece of history. And this is a piece of history that shouldn't have been posted by TMZ. And let I, the police handle that, man. Let them, or at least let them get word first. Exactly. Right? It let at least let another source be the first. You did not have to be the first news source to come out with this information. That's just that's so, heartless, man. Um, not especially if you don't have all the facts. If you don't have all the facts together, and you just tweeting about it just immediately as soon as it happens, this is not what journalism was supposed to be. So, for me personally, I'm going to go ahead and put the cancel stamp on it. Yep. I'm going to cancel TMZ. I have to agree, my brother. That That is terrible. That's ridiculous, man. And it was with something so big, something that hit everybody dearly. It hit me hard when I seen the news, but it hit me even harder when I found out that Vanessa found out the same time we did. And that's terrible. That's, yeah, that's messed up. They said... Uh, Kobe's oldest daughter had to get rushed to the hospital because she was having trouble breathing after she heard the news. So, you know, it's just, it's tough. And I was hoping, I when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is fake. Somebody's playing around with me. You know, somebody, because that happens every once in a while. Yeah, every People once will in a say, while, they'll come out and be like, fake somebody scare. died. Yeah. Morgan Freeman has had that happen multiple times. <laughs> somebody be like, hey, Morgan Freeman passed away. And it'll kind of catch wave, and and then he'll be like, "No, I'm I'm still here. I'm right here. I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> I'm good." But uh, yeah, it's just it was just sad, and it was just terrible, a classless move by TMZ, and they for sure are canceled. Yeah, so we gonna go ahead and put this stamp on them. They can keep it with them. Uh, we y'all ain't getting an award for this. So. No. <laughs> I would just let you know now. Yeah. But, but if a representative would like to come on the show, we'd gladly have you. Yeah, explain yourself. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> and speaking of coming on the show, if you or anyone you know would like to come on the Cancel Us podcast, we have an open invitation. Please hit us up, Snapchat, Snapchat us, DM us, uh, Cancel Us podcast. We are on Twitter, we are on Instagram, Facebook, uh, either one. We'd if you would love like to, to have be, you as a guest. If you'd like to come on the show, just inbox one of us or at a, at the Cancel Us podcast and we'll gladly have you on each episode. And we're looking to have some new guests this year. We're trying to do trying to do more guest, you know, oriented stuff. And it's more fun when you get people you know and your friends involved. And so yeah, just just let us know.